I said it a long time ago. Okay, I just pushed record. I'm recording officially. You are officially recording. Yes. What were you doing before? Was your finger in your asshole? No, I was struggling to hear you. It sounded like you like swallowed your microphone. Maybe if you stop sticking your fingers in your asshole and sticking them in your ears, you'll be able to hear me better. <laughs> <laughs> I hear I I hear the best when my fingers are like three knuckles in. That's that's the only way I feel alive. <laughs> Alright, we're gonna do this in uh, three, two, one. What are you doing? Testies in my mouth. Get on the ground, you fucking pledge. Ew. Welcome. The greatest podcast experience of your life. This is the Frat Chat Podcast. All young men like three things. Featuring Carlos Garcia and Chris Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the greatest podcast in the history of podcasting time. It's a franchise podcast. How's it going, Mr. Bob? Yo, what's up, dude? What's up, Brad? What's new? I mean, just sitting here, our same award-winning, multinational, award-winning writer's self right here. I just got tongue-tied here, but I'm just wallowing in our success right now, Mr. Mo. We're just talking about it off-air. We're kind of kicking ass this year, and uh, things are good. Things are good. I'm quite happy. How about you? I'm doing good. You know, if if anyone, I've had a couple people reach out and say, hey, can we read your pilot that you wrote? Of course. Message any of us and we'll be happy to share a link and everything's available online. Uh, you know, yeah, it, and it's, uh, it's, you only have to spay, pay a small fee of uh, $295 to read it. Correct. Uh, and then you have to also review it. And uh, uh, if you do a bad review, it's an extra $50. Just so you know. Correct. Just so you know. Or you can give me a free username and password to your OnlyFans subscription, and I'm good to go. That's true. He loves it. Show me that booty hole. No, (laughs) I um. So so I I think that uh, uh, you know, it's so nice to have so much attention internationally. Yeah, it Um, is. However, I'm not excited until someone's like, "Yo, let's produce this shit." You know what I mean? Oh. So if anyone out there wants to produce an award-winning sitcom, I'm ready. Let's you know, we, do we got, I had a little bumps in the road last year because, you know, um, the coronavirus. So, uh, oh, wait, that happened last year? What? I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know. You know what? It feels that. like it was a <laughs> lifetime ago, but it also feels like yesterday. It's so bizarre. Yeah. 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 My goodness gracious. But we're back and we're better than ever. Oh, yeah. So that's why you guys got to make sure to get your tickets to the greatest comedy show of all time because we have an epic lineup and we're coming back. To Broadway Comedy Club next Friday, May 28th at 7 o'clock. And we have Riley Lassen headlining, and she's awesome, from the Kane and Corey with Riley Show in New York's 92.3. We also have the hilarious Ali Mahadi, our girl Christiana Jackson, who's oh so funny. Of course, my buddy Seymour and I. And we're hosted by the respectable, delectable Ronald Prendamano. Ow, ow! She's so this is going to be an show. show, you know. We yeah. just love, yeah. I just love some, some, some Ron. I think he's fantastic. I, I don't even bother face, wearing um, <laughs> a bow tie anymore because I feel like he just looks better in it. I mean, yeah, that is kind of his, his whole gimmick. You can't, you can't really steal it. You already have the gay thing. You can't have the gay thing and the bow tie <laughs> thing too. You have to pick. <laughs> We're all picked out of a hat. I got the Spanish thing. Uh, Ron got that. So, like, you know, gays, we have it all. Yeah, yeah except for adoption rights. Mm. Whoa! Oh. Well, make you know what you guys do have is chances to save because make sure you use our promo code FRATCHAT to save fifteen percent. Yeah, that's what I call a segue. And we had a pack house last time, so make sure you go get your tickets right now, either at the Broadway Comedy Club website or at tiny.cc/greatestcomedyshow. If you want the direct link, because you listeners, of course, are our good old VIPs, so go there. It'll save you a bunch of clicks get there quicker you know you'll look cool you look cool you guys and isn't that why we do things just do it so other than that i mean i feel good i'm happy that you are good oh i will say one thing though someone told me that goodwill hunting is not a college movie and then i told this person to fuck themselves yeah and mini driver's character is in a dorm room 
Hello. Yeah. I mean, it could have been a boarding school, but I really thought it was a college. It's a college. They're like, yeah, right? they're like, this is. The, I was like, yeah, yeah, because Matt Damon's character is a janitor. He works at the right? college. He wor- at the college, exactly. So there's no way they would have had like a fucking boarding school kid being the janitor. You guys, that's a college movie. I just think like they think of it in terms of like, like you know, the sex romps, which is what most of the movies were. But sorry for having a little bit of class, you guys. I know. God. Oh my god. god. Normally, I'm I would trying think, like, here. When I get some feedback, I'm like, oh, maybe I should um, correct that on the air. Maybe I should just. Um, say a little sorry about. Ex- I'm not sorry about this. Yeah, nah. I mean, what I want to really say is, fuck you. Um, uh, <laughs> Suck I'm our not balls. Gonna say the name, but go fuck yourself is definitely yeah. a college movie. I'm sorry. Yes, it Anna is. Ferris and Shaw William Scott weren't in it, but it doesn't necessarily. We don't um, care. Lick our ass. Film with those two Suck our balls. Okay. And Thank for the you. record, we don't just talk about like dicks and buttholes and farts every single week. We, we talk don't. about dicks, buttholes, <laughs> farts, and classy stuff. Yeah, that's what we do. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, <laughs> dick, dick, dick. We're jack-offs of all trades. That's that's how you say that, right? <laughs> yeah. Jack-offs of all trades. Yes. What what are we <laughs> what are we going to talk about today? This is going to be a fun one. And at the same time, it was kind of a hard one because as I explain, you guys will see that this is a little bit of an oxymoron. I love a hard one. I know. That's that's what they say. That's what I hear in the streets. Yeah. Um, that is what they talk about on a regular basis. So sometimes two at a time, you guys. You know. But anyways, I'm getting, getting sidetracked here. <laughs> so one of the things that we talk about here at the Frat Chat Podcast is the golden days of fratastic stories. And, of course, our affinity for the occasional blackout. However, there's a ton of stories that we are yet to share with a good old public here at the Frat Chat Podcast uh, all over the world. From the U.S. to now, over 20% of our listenership being given by the good people of India. Shout out to the good people of India. We love Hi, you guys. India. Hey. So we figured it's time for us to finally unveil some of what's left in the tank of our drunkest, most belligerent college stories. Now, but here's the kicker. It's kind of hard to remember stuff that you particularly drank too much to remember. So this was actually a fun exercise where I had to really go into my brain. I had to make some texts. I had to make some polls, some calls, you know, and see, hey, uh, what stories do you guys remember about me? And then comb through the archives of the Frat Chat podcast to make sure that I didn't do too many uh, do-over information. And now here I am, ready to go. And I feel like I know myself a little bit better, and I kind of hate myself a little bit more. You know what else is funny? When we were in college, I mean, some of our cell phones were flip phones and the pictures that we took on our flip phones weren't stellar so we didn't really have as much like documentation of our blackout stories that we have today there's no snapchat I, Facebook came to the end of my college, you know, so there wasn't a yeah, whole lot Facebook. of Facebook. Ah, Casima was old. We had Facebook all through mine, but my Facebook at one point had stuff that was like probably considered wild. But now you see chicks like twerking in a thong on TikTok, and then you like, really, it's like not that bad. Nothing, yeah, nothing I give a shit about being on there on anyways. So, but I basically used Facebook to hook up with girls. Everybody wasn't on it, so you just say Facebook me. And it was actually easy to find you now. Like, good luck finding Carlos Garcia. Seriously, put this to the test. Find someone who doesn't know me and put Carlos Garcia on Facebook. You'll never find me. There's too many of me. We we would have, um, uh, we'd be messaging people on AOL and Instant Messenger. <laughs> and I'd be, I'd be texting <laughs> the fraternity, like, who's Jimmy Eat World 335? Who is that? Do we know her? Is it a her? <laughs> or is it a him? Please, God, let it be a him. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to share some stories. I'm going to sit back, kick back, remember some of our days uh, before we had unfunctioning livers. And uh, yeah. uh, we hope you like these stories. Would you like to go first or would you like me to go first? Uh, I'll go first. Um, right. Okay, so once upon a time, uh, this, this actually is a story that... Uh, I was not with the fraternity. I was with some other friends of mine uh, from the dorms. And uh, we went to this place called the Rec Room. Remember that? Yeah, I remember the Rec Room. And there's this, like, 
drunk, trashy, like white trash bitch. Let's just call her Simo's mom. Bambi. Oh, sorry. So Simo's mom. Bambi was a bit older, <laughs> all over the place, very friendly with everyone. Simo's mom. Uh, she also had brand new tits. Oh, not that Simo's she mom. showed us. <laughs> And it was really disgusting because they were brand spanking new. I mean, she lifted her shirt up and she had some uh, um, almost healed um, incisions and very black and blue. You know, and like when boobs are brand new, they just they they're a little they're a little higher. They haven't like settled yet. So she had these like like huge knockers like basically at her throat. All right, quit trying to ruin boobs for me here, Simo. Just because you don't like them doesn't mean I don't want to. Come on, all right, move past the boobs. I remember she was like, "Do you want to touch them?" And I was like, "No." And it's like and it's not because of the incisions. <laughs> Ew! He runs away. When we were leaving the bar. She she said, hey, guys, I live close by. Would want you guys mind driving my car home? Uh, and then um, I'll pay for a taxi for you to get back. And we were, we were pretty close and we we're like, OK. Um, and then she went boop, boop with her car keys and it was a Camaro. So we're like, oh, sweet. Yeah, totally. I mean, we weren't oh, yeah. really drunk. <laughs> oh, no, no. So really. um, she had trouble like getting <laughs> she had trouble getting into the car. Um, and then I was, I was in the seat behind her, but she didn't quite know how to like, um, like move the seat. And then she also was like surprised with the collection of CDs. This is when all the cars are CD players. Uh, (laughs) and so I was thinking to myself, like, is this her car? And then she dropped her purse and I picked up, she like threw in the back and it fell over and a whole bunch of car keys fell out. And I was like, oh my God. And she was like rushing us to go, 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 go. And then she turned around the seat and asked me what I wanted her to do for me. Um, and she was telling me the things that were on or off the table. And that's when I realized this is a prostitute. Yeah. And she stole a car. <laughs> and I was like, Steven, get out of the car. We had to. She is a whore. God. So we booked it and we were so scared. And I was like, oh my God, that looked so bad. Oh my God. Oh my God. So awful. That's crazy. So did she get the keys from the valet? These are all car keys that she stole? I don't know. She's probably all over people and pickpocketing or something. Shit. That's a sneaky she, hooker that. I was like, she would never know how to maneuver her, her like car at all. Like, what an idiot. <laughs> and then realized, oh, it's not her car. No, okay. definitely not okay, her car. Okay, okay. And, there, and there's random pictures of other people uh-huh. all over it. That's so <gasps> random. I mm. might even have a picture of her somewhere. You know what's upsetting? Really? I had so many pictures on this thing called um, Web Shots. Remember that? Oh, God, no. What the, what the hell Web Shots, and then they took the, the site down. And the, my whole, like, college career was on that. I, all was three that pictures, pictures, you guys. With my <laughs> Canon camera. Like a mom. Uh, I used to, I had, like, a digital camera, I think it was, for, like, a semester. And I maybe took, like, 14 pictures that are all still on my Facebook. And literally, I, I just couldn't, I couldn't be bothered to keep a fucking camera around with me everywhere I went. I would get too drunk. Uh, I knew good things would not happen in the camera, so it just literally never came out with me. I, I think, I think, I mean, at the same time, I'm lucky that cell phones did get better while I was in college and we would take pictures and lots of them. But shit, man, I, if I would have had like an iPhone 11 in college. But at the same time, I literally am looking through my pictures now, and there's so many, and the only things that on them are because they were so illegal that we definitely mm. didn't want them on camera. Yeah. Or that I want that shit out there. <laughs> So, probably a good thing. I don't know. Maybe we'll do a 420 episode where I'll share some of my college drug stories, you guys. There's some fun ones there. We'll see. Anyways, did I ever tell you the story how I almost lost my finger in college? No, but do tell. (laughs) So, I mentioned on the show how there was a year in my college life where I frequented a place that you know very well called Power Plant Live in Baltimore. Do I know that? Of course. That's where Simo gives his hand jobs, you guys. Great. (laughs) So the whole thing with that place was where you would pay a cover. And I don't remember if it was every night or just the nights that we would go. But you'd pay a cover to get a bracelet for open bar at, like, the five different venues within that power plant live, like, area. Um, And then I would, from there on, I would make it a point to go to each of the venues, order, like, a Long Island iced tea, which is strong as shit. I would chug it down and then walk over to the next place, order Long Island I see it, and just keep it going until I would hit all five. And then I would just basically start over. Basically, my reasoning was on my way 
to each of the places. I would run into people and then I would take them with me, we'd chug a drink, and I would kind of keep it a revolving door of always seeing someone different. And at the same time, I'm getting completely destroyed. So <clears throat> I would also try to see like how many rounds of it I could do before I would get too blacked out. You know? Like, all right, if I, one time I did it three times, so that's 15 Long Island Night Seas, and this is where we get there. That particular night, after that, we were back in my apartment, uh, the place known as the Cat House, where a certain roommate of mine was drunkenly doing sports, which, as I have also explained, were taught to us by uh, a former Australian brother in the fraternity who was Filipino, but she lived in Australia. Um, and it was a weed smoking method where you would heat up two knives, and then once they're really hot, like you use it usually on the stove or like something fiery, then you would press down the two knives on weed, and then you would then inhale the smoke that the weed emits out of a bottle. <clears throat> and you get shit fade. I mean, you get really high doing it, and then we usually do it at the end of the night when we're hammered. But I've never done that reason, before, and that was my pledge brother. We oh, have to do yeah. that sometime when I come when, when next time I see you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. If you have a a fire, a, a gas stove, we can totally do it. It's okay, really good. And all you need is uh, two two hot knives and a two-liter bottle, and that's it. Oh. Um, but I don't know why he decided to, like, jokingly start swinging the hot knife around in the kitchen. And normally, the average person would have, like, seen that he's drunk and making stupid jokes and just back off. You know, I, I was, it was late at night. I was really drunk. I wanted to go to sleep anyway, so I just wanted to take a hit of this shit. But no, 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 not that night. Because I was so drunk that I decided that the move was to try to do like one of those like karate moves where you see on TV where you try to like disarm a guy and you take the weapon from him kind of a thing. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I thought I would Chuck like... Chuck Norris. Yeah, I, I thought I would hit his wrist with one hand and then grab the knife with the other and he'd be like, whoa, how'd you do that? But I was so goddamn drunk that, of course, I ended up uh, slicing my finger with the super hot knife like this thing was still scalding and i was it was so hot and i was so drunk that i didn't even feel a thing but all of a sudden i looked down and my finger is just gushing blood just like Ew, holy wow. fucking squirting everywhere i'm like oh my god what the fuck but i didn't have insurance at the time so i basically cleaned it off with rubbing alcohol and i decided to wrap it with I put like a with bandage a around it. Yeah, with a tortilla. <laughs> <laughs> and then I ate it for breakfast the next yeah. morning. So I wrapped it around with a bandage and then literally like it kept bleeding. So I figured I needed to put a lot of pressure on it. So I tightened a lot of bandage and then a big ass sock to tight it around as possible, you know, make it as tight as possible. And so I went to sleep and I basically woke up and the next morning with like the sock completely soaked in blood still tied to my finger and i thought maybe enough time had passed by now where like the thing should have closed you know it had been like 12 hours and i fell asleep when i took the sock off though like <laughs> my fingers started gushing blood again like <laughs> no. you know what though when you're it drinking took three days for it to close thinner. yes exactly so i mean once i sobered up it was able to close but it took like three days for the cut to like really cl actually close so during that time even one of those nights, I went over to a girl's place who helped me take care of the wound after we were, like, fooling around. But I remember, like, I had my, my arm dangling over her bed up, like, you know, like, because <laughs> I didn't want to hit the finger <laughs> and have it open up again. But, yeah, I don't know. I honestly don't know how I didn't get infected. It was, I, I, it was, I mean, I took good care of it, I guess, after the fact. But it was a good, like, 12-hour period there where that finger looked gnarly. You know, it was kind of looking, like, white and, and I don't know. Very raw. So I'm very lucky to still have it, you guys. <laughs> Thank God for booze. Booze wins again. Yeah. The Frat Chat Podcast presents a boozy break with Simo. Oh, uh, speaking of booze, uh, you know, my favorite thing to do uh, Sunday morning is to go out for some mimosas with my friends. Uh, so uh, sometimes in college, you don't have a lot of money. So instead of a mimosa with champagne and uh, OJ, uh, you do a beer mosa, which is uh, beer 
and OJ. And if you're too broke for beer, then uh, you can rush the liquor store quick like a bunny and uh, grab some 40 ounces. And a 40 ounce and OJ is what you call a brass monkey. Oh, oh, ah, ah, back to you, Carlos. Hey, I've done my fair share of brass monkeys in my day. Uh, most of them, uh, not by choice because this brother totally forced us to do them. But they were pretty good. They were pretty good. Colonel Douche. Colonel Douche. He loved yes. them. I was like, ooh, gross, dude. Have some self-esteem. <laughs> <laughs> of course, he'd make, them, he'd make us buy them for them, for him, too. And be like, oh, you get my signature. It's like, ah, oh, fuck you, dude. But anyways. <laughs> Jeez. That was pledging, though. Okay, so... Um, near the, uh, the cat house, or what I call the pussy palace, meow, <laughs> meow, uh, <laughs> there was the, that's, there was a development that I lived in called, um, Courthouse Square. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I've been there several times. And we had some other fraternity brothers that lived nearby, but I will say that I was the first one to move into the Courthouse Square. Oh, look at you. And, um, oh, I think that I referred everyone that moved into courthouse square so you're welcome uh okay so sorority girls live there yeah. if you know what i mean yeah <laughs> so uh, so i used to hang out with um this uh fraternity brother named mango who i think was kicked out oh, of the yeah. fraternity correct i don't know i don't think he was kicked out but i don't think he was in the best terms with everybody because <laughs> when that kid would drink man Bad things would happen. Yeah, and I would drink with him almost every weekend, and we had so much fun. <laughs> yeah. So no, he was great when he was good, but like he he became, I don't know, alcohol started doing very negative things to him. He became becoming a monster later on. So I think he pissed off too many people. <laughs> okay, so so one night he and I willingly had our hands taped to forty ounces, Colt forty five. And oh, yeah. I, all I know is that I woke up um, at my fraternity brother's apartment and um, I had a huge scab on my forehead. My hands were still taped to these um, empty 40 ounces um, and I had peed myself. Ah, uh, what the fuck? I also noticed there's a hole in the wall. Oh, of course. There's always a hole in the wall. And so I, uh, I was like, I really hope that that's not how I got this um, gash on my forehead. I don't really know. <laughs> I vividly remember uh, Mango. Um, uh, that was his pledge name, Mango. Uh, like power driving me like into the wall. And oh I think that's, God. I think that's how I probably passed out. So. Uh, I just uh, know yeah, that probably. at a fraternity meeting the following week, they were complaining about him punching a hole in the wall, but no one really remembered except for me. I didn't say anything. Well, good. <laughs> I was like, I think that Put my head, head through the wall, but but they made <laughs> they made him come and like fix it up with like drywall and, and whatnot, and they really like rubbed his nose in that shit. And <laughs> good. I, I normally I would I would own Fuck up him. to it and be like, hey guys, sorry that was me, but I was like, I think he body slammed me to the wall, and I don't feel bad about that. So no, he can fix it. Yeah, good. Fuck him. He deserved it. He, he caused enough damn damage. We weren't home one day and he kicked down our apartment door. Like, literally. I, I found out that my roommate came home and he was sitting on the couch rubbing his fucking leg. And that wasn't even the worst thing he ever did. <laughs> but but everyone was like, Simo, where'd you go? I can't believe he didn't, un he didn't untie the fucking 40s off your hands either. That's <laughs> such a him move too. That's something he would do. And then he'd be like, why the fuck wouldn't you do it? Oh, I don't know, man. <laughs> I was able to like rip them off. Um myself with, with putting them between my my legs and like using my teeth but thank god for the um, yoga classes being so embarrassed i pissed myself that i just like walked home um <laughs> <laughs> but but uh uh what a loser was like simo where'd you go and i was like well, i was never I, I was never there like yes you were no, just there for a second what no <laughs> not me i certainly did did not smash my head through this wall and piss yeah. myself after no that was that was not me that pee was there you guys i don't I don't know what he did. <laughs> but that was me. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Oh, Lord. Well, speaking of uh, PP furniture, uh, well, we didn't pee on this furniture, but uh, this is the story of how the cat house lost all of its furniture. And uh, if I remember correctly, the same roommate who almost cut my finger off was sad over a girl. And after a long night of drinking, he got white boy wasted and decided to smash... 
you know, a plate in the kitchen. And now with the three of us that live there, one of us would always get drunk and be the destructive one. However, typically the other two would like kind of be able to talk him down and then, you know, usually grab a joint or something and defuse the situation altogether. But on this particular occasion, the three of us were fucking shithouse. So the destruction was not to be stopped. Oh no, the destruction was just beginning. Oh yes. So we smashed everything. Like absolutely everything. It, and it was so therapeutic, I'm not gonna lie. Like I, I remember jumping off the couch through our dining room table doing like a macho man Randy Savage elbow drop to it. Like I even literally did like the, ooh yeah, and then jumped through it. <laughs> and we created like a, a destruction factory where each of us had a job. You know, one of us was throwing plates and glasses in the kitchen. Uh, the other was stabbing Monopoly money in the wall. And then uh, the third one with a literal longsword would stab the couches. And once we would get tired of what we were doing, we would trade places and then start all over again. So it all literally ended up with setting the freaking couch on fire. Uh, now here's the thing. Like I said, this was all done in our apartment. And it was in the living room at like 2 in the morning. Yet no one called the cops. No one gave a shit. And the next morning we woke up and every single piece of furniture we owned was destroyed in like the middle of the apartment floor. And it was all over a girl that wasn't even mine. But if you break one of our hearts, you break all of our hearts. You hear that? <laughs> Man, that's Baltimore for you. That's not the worst thing they heard all week. You know, it's like you hear screaming, smashing. Uh, fire started. I'm like, yeah, at least I don't hear gunshots. I can sleep through what, this. <laughs> what did you guys uh, drink that night? Do you remember? Oof. It's it's more uh, like what everything. did we drink? We were we were bad boys back then. And man, and the thing is, we would mix alcohol too. Like I would, it's like the kind of thing where you pound like ten beers somewhere, and then someone would give you a shot at the bar, and then I'd have like rum somewhere, you know, rum and cokes, and then someone else would give me another shot, and it was just like. You know, you were just a fucking well of mixed alcohol, which is so bad. <laughs> That's when bad things happen, you guys. Stick to one booze if you want to be eh, all right-ish. Once you start mixing, that's when the blackouts occur. <laughs> the Frat Chat Podcast presents a boozy break with Simo. Oh, well, you know, uh, speaking of rum, uh, so we all know what a Moscow mule is, right? Uh, you, um, who doesn't like gingers? No, no one. one. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, a little ginger beer, vodka, and splash of lime is a Moscow mule, but not everyone has uh, a vodka in their house. So so sometimes we use uh, a little bit of rum, ginger beer, and a splash of lime, and that's what you have a uh, dark and stormy. Kind of like uh, uh, my um, dating resume. Okay, back to you, Carlos. No, I, I do agree no one likes gingers, so I think that is the perfect thing to remember and on that note i'd like to give a shout out to uh moon life clothing founder <laughs> nate gonzalez <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hi, nate. we love you <laughs> <laughs> okay so i have a pretty gross story um <laughs> go on okay so my friends and i were in this place called donnie brook remember donnie brook oh yeah Do donnie brook was known for parties and bed bugs <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gross. Um, Donnybrook is the apartment complex that um, uh, Michael Phelps would always like crash. I'd be like, dude, you're important. Why are you here? So anyway, um, uh, my friends and I were going to this party, and I, I was like, well, what building is it? And what floor? You know, what's the apartment number? And they said, what's the rush? I said, I have to go potty so bad. I have to sleep so bad. Oh. <laughs> Shocker. So they told me, they're like, okay, so when you go into this building, um, you go, this number building, go up one flight of stairs, and it's the first one on the left. I said, okay. So I go to this building. Um, I must have gone to the wrong apartment. I don't know if I went up or down or whatever, but I went to some random party, and I was like mingling. I was in line talking to strangers. I didn't know anyone. (laughs) So... So I'm like dancing around and there's this girl that's like chatting with me and she's like all drunk and all over me. And I was kind of like, okay, get off, you know, leave me alone. I have to go poopy. So um, I finally go into the bathroom. As I'm shutting the door, she burst the door open, shut it behind me, locked it and proceeded to give me a hand job. 
right? Oh, God. And I'm clenching my butt cheeks. Oh, like, God. Like, it wasn't quite a Blumpkins. A Blumpkins a blowjob on the toilet. But like, I kept, like, right. pushing her off of me and just trying to sit in the toilet. And she was all over me, right? So, as finally, like, um, I mean, you know, no one can touch me better than me. So, getting a hand job from anyone really sucks. You know what I mean? Like, it just right, sucks. Right, right. Handjobs um, are just like, meh. <laughs> but I closed my eyes. I put myself in my happy place. And as soon as I blew a load, um, oh, yeah, I then blew a load from the other end. <laughs> the most disgusting <laughs> shit of my life. She was like, oh my god. And I was like, sorry that I'm pooping in the potty. Like, what do you want? From like, you barged in here. And she was like, what? And then she just stood there and stared at me. And I was like, can I help you? And she's like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm pooping in the potty. And then, <laughs> and then my friends called me, and I was like, "Where are you? They're like, where are you?" I was like, "I'm in the bathroom." And my friend was like, "I'm in the bathroom." I said, "No, you're not. I'm in here with this girl that just jacked me off." And they were like, "What apartment are you in?" And then I asked the girl, "Where are we?" And she's like, "I'm in one R." And I was like, "Oh, okay. I'm not in the oh. right apartment." And I was like, "Do you live here?" I'm so sorry. What I just did in here. <laughs> I just left. I just left and went downstairs to my friend's apartment. But I was so embarrassed. Oh my god. Well, at least you got a hand job out of it. I mean, that's, that's one way to think of it, but ugh, gross. <laughs> I'm proud of you for being able to finish. I don't I don't think that I could have gotten it up and uh, and pooped at the same time. I, I've been in a scenario where this girl wants to take me into the bathroom to hook up, but I have to go so bad that I'm like, I need to take a dump first. I <laughs> I'm not responsible for what's going to happen here. Uh, so... <laughs> I'm proud of you, Simo. I'm proud of you. <laughs> I probably just closed my eyes and thought about the most recent Backstreet Boy video, Dance Sequence. <laughs> I was, she's going, she's going, like, do you like that? Do you like that? And in my mind, I'm going, everybody. <laughs> back streets, back. All right. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah, Simo. All right. Well, I, I feel like, uh, I feel like uh, Nick Carter became the bad boy, and he might like this next story because something, something like this might happen to him in his sloppy days with Paris Hilton. Uh, it is <laughs> the story of Carlos Garcia versus the cigarette, and uh, this one took place during Halloween one year, where the gods of daylight decided to grace us by having daylight savings land on Halloween weekend. What? Which meant... An extra hour of partying? Exactly! Extra hour of partying! Oh my gosh. So, basically, we went to the bar, and we are like, all right, we'll go there till, you know, what would have been, I guess, two, but then it goes back to one, so then we had the pledges pick us up and take us back to the Halloween party that was going on, which then became early for being there. And at the time... When the pledges picked us up, we were in downtown Baltimore where we were getting hammered. Uh, and I got a cigarette from one of the pledges. And I was so drunk that I remember when I started smoking it, the cigarette kind of tasted a little weird. And I was so drunk that I just dismissed it. You know, it must be a weird brand. This pledge gave it to me. Uh -oh. So probably something cheap that he smokes. But then maybe like two minutes later, I start smelling something. Like, like it smells like bad barbecue, you know? It, it just smells like something's, something's burning. <laughs> and that's when I realized that the reason that the cigarette tasted like shit wasn't because it was a cheap brand given to me by a pledge. Oh, no, no, no. I have been smoking the fucking cigarette backwards oh, no. the whole time. And I was putting my lips on the lit end. But I, like, was so drunk that I couldn't feel anything. And I don't know how the cigarette didn't go out for the record. Like, it was just, like, very lit. When I kept puffing it, it kept just burning me. And I burnt the top of my lips so bad. And that night, I, I mean, you know, it was dark. I remember I had, like, makeup on in my costume, so I didn't really notice it. But the next morning, when I saw how bad it looked, it looked like I had, like, this giant herpy on my lip because it was the burn all over it. It oh, had scabbed God. up by the time I noticed it. So it was 
terrifying. I was like, oh my god! And I had to deal with the embarrassment of going out to parties and having people be like, oh my god, what's out of your lip? And then me every time be like, no, 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 it's not what you think it is. I swear to god, it's not a herpes. I just burnt myself by smoking a cigarette backwards. And then they think I'm an idiot, which is almost as bad, if not worse. No, it's definitely not worse. I'd rather think I'm stupid than have herpes. But still, damn it. <laughs> so awful. I've heard Thank that god before. Thank God for the good people in Neosporin. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and that's how Simo got an itchy wiener, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but thank God to the good people in Neosporin, my lip uh, was able to heal up in no time. So thank you, Neosporin. You know what you needed? What? The Frat Chat Podcast presents a boozy break with Simo. Oh, I think that you could have uh, benefited from uh, a cream sickle. Uh, so remember when you were uh, a young lad? Uh, at the county fair with your Uncle Charlie playing footsies on the hayride. So, um, uh, there, there's a fantastic, uh, company called Smirnoff. Have you heard of Smirnoff before? Smirnoff. Uh, and they, they have, um, uh, a, um, whipped cream vodka. Mix that with some OJ and that tastes just like creamsicle. Just like a nice summer day. Um, running from your Uncle Charlie in a little game called Run Till I Rape You. Okay, back to you, Carlos. <laughs> uh, uh, you definitely don't want that Uncle Charlie to catch you guys. He is fast and weirdly slippery. Like, why is he so slippery? Like, I don't, I don't really understand that. He's, he's very fast and slippery. I guess that's why the police can't catch him. But make sure you absolutely never let him catch you. You know, it just it will not be fun. Uh, other than that... It's a pretty fun game. It's a fun game until he catches you. And, then it just, <laughs> and everybody's a winner. <laughs> oh, yeah, Let me tell you, if I had a punch card at the clinic, <laughs> that's like going to Disney World. I the mean. Charlie special. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I um, let me see. I have another story here. So um, uh, in the theater department, everyone was like, an addict of some sort. I mean, I lived in the, uh, the first year I lived in the honor storms and I think I saw more drugs in the honor storms than I saw like growing up in Baltimore city. Yeah. So those kids get I, weird. Um, <laughs> a lot of these, uh, honor students were also in the theater department and they were like always stealing my Adderall and snorting it. And like, um, I mean, they were into all sorts of stuff. So we had this cast party and they invited the director. I won't tell you the teacher's name, this teacher has since lost her tenure. Whoa. <laughs> I, think, some taco I don't now. think she's allowed back on campus. <laughs> so um, uh, uh, we, were, we were partying at this cast party and pretty much a cast party at the end of the run of the show. We all go to someone's apartment and just get, you know, shit faced to celebrate a good run. So um, uh, we're, I forgot what the theme was. We're all dressed up in funny costumes. And this teacher was like really having a good time. And I remember she asked me for a Coke. And I opened up oh, the refrigerator God. and I was like, I mean, we have Pepsi. <laughs> and she just thought I was so funny. And she, I remember oh, her telling me, God. no, I grew up on Wall Street. And she's like, and we had uh, Coke for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Lady, this and is so a she was asking me one for cocaine. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, no. A lot of us look up to you. Uh, <laughs> this is not oh good. my god! You turned this into a high school special, really? I was like, a lot of us look up <laughs> to you. How could you? Ma'am. I was like, ew, what a mess. Then we were so we we're playing flip cup, and she was on the opposite team of me, and she took her top off, and she's trying to distract <laughs> me, and her nipples looked like saucers. Like they were, it was like she had the biggest nips, which was a little distracting, but like. Yeah, kinda, that's why she did it. It kind of helped my game because, like, I wasn't interested in the boobies. You know what I mean? Like, I appreciate yeah, some, right. some boobies as a gay man, but, like, I wasn't, like... Man, focus extra hard. <laughs> oh, God, keep those nipples away, man. Why are they covered in hair? God. <laughs> I was kind of hoping that she would sink the cup so that I would have to drink and hopefully forget this nonsense. So, oh, um, long story short, the party ended... I thought we all went home, and then uh, I had left, I think I left my jacket or something at this house. So I, I come back the next morning, and uh, they let me in, and they're giggling, and I'm like, what's so funny? This bitch, our teacher, is passed out on the couch. So we woke her up to remind her that it was Mother's Day. 
Oh my god. And she was in panic mode. She had she couldn't we couldn't find her top. I think someone stole her top. She left her flask. We didn't she's like the bedazzled flask. We're like, oh wow, like she like pregame before she got here. But she was like yeah, she was like full blown alcoholic so trouble. Um she's like, fuck, my husband's oh gonna be so god. mad. I can't believe I did this again. And we're like, again? <laughs> But then, so she left and we're all sitting there and I was like, guys, do we have more to drink? I think I need more to, I just, like, I, two days so in a row. So this is how you became I've, a full-blown alcoholic, uh, huh? I was like, two days in a row, I've seen my professor's tatters. Gross. <laughs> so wait, how old is this woman? Um, she's probably approaching 50s, definitely in her 40s. Oh, wow. So she was, so she was getting up there. Oh my God, that's so weird. Why would she be hanging out with a, with a bunch of, like... 19 year old. I know we were all underaged. Asking That's for so coke. weird. Yeah, and flashing them tatters. Oh my around. god, no, we don't have money. <laughs> That's just weird, especially once you hit that like, age. Isn't she so cool? And I was like, no. <laughs> yeah, maybe she was in the, like her mid 20s, you know what I mean? And I'd be like, okay, this I, I can get into this porn, but no, no, not cool, lady. She kept singing not Janis cool. Joplin. A lot, of, a lot of the kids were like, who's Janis Joplin? <laughs> 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 well you gotta be home for mother's day you're too old to be at a college party lady yeah no. when simo can use your bra as swim trunks uh-huh. you're too old to be at a college party so okay <laughs> you know i someone to this day probably has her bra as a souvenir <laughs> hanging they're like this is my teacher's bra and no one knows that i have it you know and they I actually they that. actually used it as a graduation gown that uh-huh. year like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I remember waking up that morning and being like, did I did I see so-and-so's tits last night? I was like, there's no way. There's no way. And then to go get you know, get my hoodie, and I was like, oh, those are those saggy, like, orangutan tits again. Fucking A. <laughs> Yikes. Simo can never eat pancakes again, you guys. Was- <laughs> right. <laughs> no way. Denny's is like, could I interest you in a side of buttermilk pancakes? And I'm like, no! Runs away. <laughs> I hear one uh, look like a regular pancake, but the other nipple look like chocolate chips. So I was like, what's going on here? <laughs> she needs to get those chocolate chips checked. <laughs> that is not normal, you guys. Not normal. <laughs> oh, shit. Yucky. Okay. Well, well, this next one for me is the story of Carlos Garcia versus sober driving, you guys. And uh, I once wanted to stop by a party in college, and for some reason, I decided to sober drive. And I don't know why I decided to do that. It was like the first big party of the year, too. Uh, I don't know why I also thought I wouldn't be there that long. So I told some of my pledge brothers at this point, this was like our first semester in the fraternity, so come pregame in my apartment, you guys. You know, we'll... Uh, We'll have a good time over there. We'll show up a little faster. We late to the party, and then I'll drive you home later. And on the way to the party, I remember I had like a couple of drinks at the pregame. So I was so I decided to drive, which is a big no-no, you guys. But I, you know, I did it. I was I wasn't hammered at the time though, uh, but I Uh-oh. definitely had drank. Recipe for disaster. And I went on this tirade about how. Uh, I'm not going to drink too much, you guys. I promise I'm going to give you a ride home. And of course, through my eyes, this looks like totally normal conversation as I do near-perfect driving on my way to the party. To them, you know, I'm like looking back. You you guys, you guys can trust me, okay? (laughs) It's going to be great. Don't worry. I'll totally drive you home later. They're like, oh my God. Well, not only did I continue to drink when I got there, I got fucking sloshed. Like, I was so sloppy that it had to put me on a couch downstairs oh, in the basement no. where, I, where I fell asleep, you know? And then I only woke up because I started feeling, like, this crazy urge to puke. So in my, like, stupor, I pick up the closest container that I could find. And then, like, just literally, I, like, the first thing I see, and then I let it rip. Um, turns out I picked up a cereal box, you guys, and it it actually was opened on both sides. So the puke went in through one hole and came out right of the other. And oh, it went God. everywhere. And, and I thought to myself, well, thank God at least no one else is here to see this. And then I looked around, and that's when I kind of, like, sobered up. 
And uh, there were so many people there to see this. Uh, <laughs> my friends were all laughing at me. There was a girl I, I really liked that was like horrified looking at me. Uh, and it was so chunky too. Like it was so <laughs> gross. <laughs> Luckily, like in college, everyone pukes. So, you know, it didn't really hurt my social life too much. But they did have to take a hot cab home that night. Someone was like, I smell Cheerios. And you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and for the record, I shouldn't have pre-gave at all, uh, but we didn't have Uber at the time, and cabs were a pain in the ass in our college oh, Jimmy at that Cab. particular time. Yeah, they were awful. So people would do dumb things. Don't do that now. Just get a fucking Uber. You know, I know so many people that got DUIs in college too, and I mean, and they're the lucky ones. I know people that got in accidents and totaled their cars and had awful shit happen, but. The ones that got DUIs had to pay so much money in court fees and lawyers and shit that just don't do it. Get a fucking room. Totally. But, yes, I uh, that is the night I was defeated by sober driving, you guys. That's why I don't do it anymore. Never again. <laughs> do you know what made you feel better? <laughs> What's that? The Frat Chat Podcast presents A Boozy Break with Simo. Well, I, you know, after a, a night of drinking, I I love two things in life. I love uh, a good old Arnold Palmer and uh, the Lord Jesus Christ. And so, um, uh, speaking of which, uh, Chick-fil-A has a fantastic lemonade and uh, um, iced tea combo. It's called an Arnold Palmer. And you mix a little bit of uh, vodka with that and you'll have yourself a good time. But just know that they're not open on Sundays because they believe in the day of the Lord. Back to you, Carlos. Simo uh, loves Chick-fil-A, you guys, but he's only allowed to pick up the food uh, out back. You know, that's how they give it to him because he's gay. But, you know, it's the first time that I, a.k.a. the minority, gets to just go right in through the door. <laughs> you know, when I go to Chick-fil-A, I'm, I'm, like, I'm like, hey, hi. They're like, Simo, is that you? Shh, 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 Give me the good stuff. <laughs> so, oh, Mr. Moore, you're back again. He's wearing a long trench coat they and sunglasses. The best. Lemonade for sure. You can, it's so sweet is delicious. And yeah, you can yeah. load it up with the alcohol. So, when I was in college, I worked at a sunglass site at Towson Town Center Mall, and there was the Andy Ends mm-hmm. next door to us. So, I would go to Andy Ends oh, to yeah. get a lemonade. And then in the back stock room, we had vodka, and we'd be fucking shit faced. I wouldn't even remember leaving sometimes. I'd be like, oh my God, and we had so much fun at work. And that's why Sibo got fired again. Uh, yeah. I remember on my last day, all my stuff was in a box. And the box was literally just um, a flat iron and two roller brushes. <laughs> oh. Why'd you even give me this? This is so pathetic. They're like, here's your things. I was like, oh, thanks. Um, <laughs> okay, so I have another story. This is my last of, of my stories. So once upon a time, I was uh, shit-faced in this area of our college, um, like, you know, the, in like a couple mile radius around our college, this area called the Colony. Remember that? Oh, yeah. It's an apartment complex. And there's a bunch of like Greek life parties. And a lot of sorority girls also live oh, there, totally. if you know what I mean. <laughs> so... So I was uh, um, uh, at this party, and uh, we're all drinking, and it wasn't our fraternity, it's some other fraternity party. And I had all my letters. And um, we, one of my pledge brothers, and we were brothers at this point, um, his pledge name was Rimjob. Rest in peace. He's not with us anymore. But he was a little bit of like a loose cannon, and I'm not sure what sparked yeah, the argument. <laughs> but he was fighting with someone uh, out in the kitchen, and uh, I, meanwhile, was in a bedroom making out with a girl. Who knew? Oh. So, um. <laughs> Named Robert. Uh, they, <laughs> her name was George. So, uh, <laughs> so he was in a fight and we're like listening to the door. And then he was talking about getting his strap and his friend bring his strap. And I was like, oh, what's a strap? And she's like, it's a gun. And I said, oh my God. Uh, <laughs> So, um, Simo pulled out a dildo. I got a strap, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> like, what color do you want? I have them in every size. Um, but I remember you strap it right on. <laughs> I remember his family was like pretty well to do in like Prince George County, and I was like, 
I was like, I just don't understand why he acts like this. Like, he comes from privilege. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. So, it's um, always those kids that did, though. <laughs> you know? So our co our drunk commentary was really funny, but they were like, you got to get out of here and bring all your fucking teeks with you. You're not welcome in this house. And then she was like, oh, my God. They're going to murder you. And I was like, oh, my God. And I was so scared. I was like, what do I do? And she's like, leave. leave. Go out the window. Go out the window. So I go out the window. But before I get out the window, I was like, I just, I'm just so scared. She's like, well, you have to take off your letters. And I was like, well, I can't. I can't just go out there naked. She's like, here. So we swapped shirts. And her oh shirt was pink. Uh, and so <laughs> she took my letters. I took her shirt. And I said, thanks so much. And then I left through the window. I met up with the guys. We go to this party. And at one point, some girl comes up to me cracking up. And she's like, oh, my God, Simo. Why are you wearing a Victoria's Secrets hoodie? And I was like, what? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you mean? I was like, not Victoria's. She's like, yeah, the brand pink <laughs> is by Victoria's oh Secrets. My God. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that. And she's like, did you buy this? <laughs> no, I don't I don't know. So then I try to play it off. It's like, like I'm not gay, you guys! I was with someone and I couldn't find my shirt. But uh, but I got made fun of so bad for wearing, you know. I, I, I remember thinking to myself, like, not a big deal. Because you know how some of the guys in that fraternity was like, we wear pink bracelets because we're all about fun. We don't care. Right, we're right, nonconformists. Right. I was like, wow, I'm going to get a lot of, like, street cred with this pink hoodie on. But the brand right. pink is not a brand that we should be wearing. I mean, anyone can wear anything. But in college, you're going to get ridiculed. And that was me. Thanks. <laughs> Old school Chris in <laughs> the sweater, rated PG thirteen. Oh, well, I mean, at, at least uh, all these stories seem like Simo was getting a lot of play. You guys, like, good for you. Yeah, good for you, that was Simo. a big fucking. If only, four. yeah, if it was only uh, stuff you actually liked, you know, it would have been great. You know, instead of a giant cover up. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the biggest, biggest known secret. Like, did you guys know Simo is gay? What? Really? Yeah, right. <laughs> and I think I think that that's probably what helped throw people off the scent. They were like, "Well, he hooks up with girls, you guys." It's like, what? That doesn't mean anything. Remember when I hooked up with that? I finger popped that old lady at Wisp, and I ran around the house. And I was yeah. like, "Yeah, I smell my finger." Ew. <laughs> Fucking gross. Smell like tartar sauce and guacamole. <laughs> uh, she like attacked me in her pickup truck, and I was like, "When in Rome, we're in the mountains." <laughs> I mean, that's true. You kind of, you kind of had no choice, you know, given the implications. You know, it's like you're out in the mountains, you're in her truck. Uh, you know, if you if you don't go along with the foreplay, who knows what happens? You know, so you're good. I'm glad I'm glad you did. Who knows if you'd be here? Yeah, you uh, know, maybe this would. Just be the Carlos podcast. It would be a much better podcast. But, you know, who knows? I met her at Black <laughs> Bear Bar. Which was a little confusing to Simo. You have to understand, you guys, because when he goes out looking for uh, black bears, uh, it's not bars. You know, it's usually not middle-aged women in their 40s in bars in Pennsylvania that he finds. She said, put your two fingers in this happy flabby. I said, yes, ma'am. <laughs> It's like, did I say two? I meant four. Go for it. Oh, okay. Now, now stick that whole fist. Okay. And then uh, now rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Ah, vagina crushes all of them. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and then she said, good job. Here's your gold star. Here's your smiley face sticker. Thanks, mom. I mean, Diane. <laughs> Why is it all gooey? <laughs> it was a really weird consistency. I, I remember just comparing it to plaque. Like, you ever run your your tongue across your teeth in the morning? You're like, gross. That's what the inside of her vagina yeah. felt like. Plaque. I mean, ugh. <laughs> I just assume that's what happens I mean, when you get older. I don't know. I, I mean, vaginas are pretty gooey when you're in there, I guess. But not... I wouldn't describe it as plaquey. I don't know. <laughs> it's definitely plaquey. I was oh, like, she Lord. should brush up and down, not side to side. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Everybody knows that. You know? <laughs> okay, you got another story for us? Uh, yes, I do. And this one, you guys, you know, I, I keep I keep making my drunk self look bad and uh, talking about stupid things that drunk Carlos did. So I'm going to end with when drunk Carlos thought on his feet, you guys. And uh, this one happened at another Halloween party that the fraternity was, was having. And uh, as we know, you know, Halloween in college is just one giant drunken orgy, essentially. Like, it's just a hookup fest. Everyone wears slutty costumes. There's alcohol everywhere. 
hormones are raging, you guys, and things just get freaky wherever you go. Yeah. And Mix 106.5 is there, and they document everything. <laughs> then they send results to the clinic, you know, they send all the footage just to make sure. Yeah. You know, uh, people are consistent with their testing. It's like, <laughs> oh, you're clean, huh? Well, I saw you at that Halloween party. They roll out the red carpet for Carlos. They're like, here comes patient zero. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> More than 2,000 itches have been traced back to this dick. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Way to go. (laughs) Oh, Lord. But anyways, at some point of the night, I became blacked out. And uh, when I finally came back from autopilot, I, like, was somehow making out with this girl. And I think that's a common thing in college. You know, you're out, you're up, you're making out with someone. It's like, oh, shit. Okay. So... Not bad. She was just pretty hot, too. So I was very happy with my current situation. Until someone, and it's actually, I believe it was, if I remember correctly, it was the same roommate who also almost cut my finger off, uh, decided to fuck with me a little bit because we had been drinking together and he knew how sloppy I was. And so uh, he goes, oh, hey, you like this girl, huh? What's her name, Carlos? (gasps) No, why would he do that? Because he's a fucking jerk, Mr. Mo. That's why. So I'm standing there like an asshole. Just just literally standing there. And he once again pushes it like, So what's her name? And I did not remember at all, of course. Now, to be fair, I did know it at some point of the night. I was just too drunk to remember it at that particular moment. But it didn't matter. Because when it came time to answer, I looked like a deer in the fucking headlights. And she was so mad, you guys. He walks away laughing knowing the mess that he caused, which is what he liked to do, just create messes for me. <laughs> and so she started yelling at me. That's pretty funny, though. Oh, yeah, hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. I guess you have to be there, motherfucker. But of course she started yelling at me about how I couldn't remember her name. I must be the biggest asshole she's ever met. Blah, blah, blah. But here's the thing. I decided to then put her on the spot. I said, fine. If that's such a big deal to you, what's my name? And then she looked at me for a few seconds and then goes blank. (laughs) And then she smiles and goes, okay, fair enough. And then we just start making out again. And uh, I don't know. I've never seen a a person change her tune so fast in my life. We did end up uh, reminding each other of what our names were. And uh, said it a few times, if you know what I mean. Oh, and, uh, that could have been I a don't disaster. know what you mean. Draw me a picture. I <laughs> <laughs> could have been a disaster, but thank God the old brain still had a few cells left in there where I was able to pull that out. And as I said earlier, I, I did find out her name, by the way, you guys, and we still keep in touch to this day. Uh, shout out to Simo's mom for listening <laughs> to the show oh. last week. Uh, Mama Mo, I love you. I'll see you tonight. <laughs> Mommy, why are you such a skank? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's funny. What when, when you were out and about? What was what was the fake name you would give people? Did you ever give out fake names? Never, because Never? I pulled I pulled my foreignness to pull girls. So the girls, oh, your name is Carlos, and I'd be like, yeah. Where are you from? From Venezuela. Oh, do you know Spanish? Claro que sí. You know, it was it was all it was all part of my game being foreign. You just talk Spanish. You'd be like, you'd be like, quieres coger en tu culo. <laughs> It's like, what's that? What's that it mean? means you look like a butterfly. That is so beautiful. <laughs> That's so beautiful. You're so romantico. <laughs> uh, well, just, uh, just to, to end things on a good note. The Frat Chat Podcast presents A Boozy Break with Simo. One of my uh, favorite cocktails um, is called a Ninja Turtle. And uh, that's when you take uh, Mountain Dew, uh, half Mountain Dew and the other half on 151, and you're going to get fucked up. Back to you, Carlos. <laughs> that sounds like that would taste like uh, straight up gasoline. Oh, uh, I don't disgusting. know. I don't know that I would have. <laughs> if you had a bad day or you just want to get drunk fast, you'd be like, oh, fuck, all right, let's just do 151. Yeah. And then, like, people would, like, spit 151, like, in front of a lighter or a match and, like, blow fireballs. Oh, yeah. And I would think to myself, like, I just swallowed that. And they're, like, (laughs) 
like doing like fire flame throwing. This can't be good in my stomach. If I had a nickel for every time Simo said, I just swallowed that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Very rich, you guys. <laughs> I'd be worth more than Dogecoin now. <laughs> <laughs> Well, on that note, that was a phenomenal list of fun drunk stories. Uh, I think that as time goes on, my brain cells are regenerating at a pace where I'll be able to remember some more. Uh, so we'll, we'll maybe be able to do this my again. I don't know. My best stories were in my 20s in Chicago, but but that's for another day. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get to that chapter of our lives one day, Those folks. And uh, in the meantime, make sure you give us a follow on all social channels at Frat Chat Podcast. It's up for TikTok. We don't have a TikTok yet. Maybe we will one day, but she's not yet, you guys. And make sure you give me a follow on all social channels at Carlos Does the World. That's on Facebook. That's on Instagram. That's on TikTok. And follow me on the Twitter at Carlos Does World. And make sure you follow my good buddy Simo over there on Twitter at Comedy and on Instagram at Chris.Moore.Comedy. And follow me into the bathroom. Uh, why? For a nice hand job. And maybe a poop afterwards as well, since that's what Sima likes to do. Apparently. Yeah. And make sure you follow our amazing sponsor, The Moon Life Clothing. Check them out at The Moon Life Clothing on Instagram. And check out their website, TheMoonLife.com. Don't fear the dreams, live the moon life, right? And go to the clinic from time to time. Oh guys. my gosh, yeah. <laughs> Ask for a punch card. You know. All right, on that note, I motion to adjourn this meeting. And I second. Oh, yeah. Okay. Bye now. All right. We'll be back next week. See you. Ciao.